0: It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce with me as usual. Um, Patrick, lots to get to. It is late August. It's starting to become football season. Gopher football opens on Thursday against Nebraska. You had a column, a little bit of Gopher and Nebraska football history. And uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Maybe a tiny bit of Vikings talk, some international basketball talk, I sure hope. Maybe some Gopher volleyball talk. Start though, Patrick, with the Twins. It is still summer, at least technically, for a little while here. Um, I gave up a little bit on that game Sunday because we had a lot of other <laughs> stuff going on in the family. They were down like five nothing. The next thing I know, Royce Lewis hits a grand slam. They're running all around the bases trying to trying to score and not scoring, and they they prevail. You don't you see games going to thirteen much anymore with the uh, new extra inning rules, but they win seven six and thirteen on a. The unlikeliest outcome of all—a Michael Taylor walk. He doesn't walk very much. It's hard to walk him, but I guess when you throw four out of the zone after previously having control problems, that is going to happen. So they're still six up. They they won three out of four against the Rangers, who have a good record but aren't uh, aren't playing very well right now. They just snapped that losing streak Saturday, but got another one going yesterday. But you know, they overall they've got to feel pretty good about where they got to, especially after that frustrating milwaukee series
1: yes and uh you know they got cleveland coming in and uh yeah if they went two out of four against cleveland then it's uh it's going to be a pretty clear ceiling although they do have what they got uh i mean less uh seven left with six left with cleveland seven left with cleveland and it's next all with in cleveland the, yeah yeah and it's, and it's all in the next 10 days right uh, correct so yeah going,
0: they, they so go down to it was like texas cleveland texas cleveland it was yeah, like a
1: yeah. Uh, I, uh, yesterday, uh, I, I said this on Twitter, you know, Tom Kelly had the, uh, four theories, uh, how he, uh, a game, uh, you beat them, they beat you, you beat yourself, they beat themselves. Those are the four things yes. yesterday, mm-hmm. the twins beat themselves and still won. So that was, <laughs> uh, that was amazing. God, does, that count for two,
0: does that count for two wins in the standings that they beat <laughs> themselves and beat their opponent?
1: You know, we hear a lot about the shadows and uh and Dick and Perky were talking about it yesterday, but it was obvious in the last couple of innings that uh those those guys nobody could see where the baseball was. And uh the, the twins, uh Taylor Taylor didn't swing swing uh he 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 probably knew he had no chance. And uh, all of a sudden, this pitcher who who throws a hundred but uh, has been very erratic as part of an erratic Texas bullpen ends up as as that bat went on, he came increasingly farther away from the strike zone to walk in the run. But uh, some of that that Solano I saw didn't take responsibility for one of the stupidest base running plays I've ever seen. He's uh, he's trying to. Keeps just stay at second base. That you had look at the play, they have no chance to get the runner, and uh, you run over. And
0: they oh, have yeah, no chance
1: to get the runner at third at first base. The, the run's going to score. The only way they can get it out is if you run over and stand <laughs> next to the guy and let him touch you with the baseball, which is what Solano did. No, he did get a hit to tie the game earlier. He's a pretty good hitter, but uh, I don't know, think he's much of an athlete. And then I, I didn't. You know, Gallo thought he was. Uh, Gallo thought he was going to uh, uh, advance on a sacrifice fly. It that was a, pop, been, a foul
0: fly, right?
1: A yeah, a fly that would have been a foul pop, pop up to uh, the, into the dugout where he, where the guy from Texas, first base, Texas guard catcher, was it? Caught the ball over there, and uh, he he went wandering off. And uh, he, did, he had a quote in the paper today saying he thought he'd scamper over a third. I scampering and Joey Gallo, I don't uh same <laughs> uh same category, but anyway, they played uh they uh did a lot of things in extra innings to avoid you know uh three straight innings. You come up in the last inning, all you got to do is get the you know all you got to do is get that guy from second to third, and they they didn't do it. And then they finally walked in and ended it four hours and 15, 20 yeah. old time baseball, right? There. Baseball. I, yeah, I wasn't there. I called Miller about Scott, Phil Miller, about uh, in, the uh, in the 12th or standing. And I said, we knew you had to be covering the game. He was the human rain delay in the past. Yes. <laughs> I know mean, it was a rain delay. Phil was covering it. And those, those three hour and 40 minute games, he always had those, but, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was incredible for that length of game. I mean, that game was waddling along at a uh, going along at a great pace once Keiko got in there for a while, but it still ended up being over four hours. What I- interested me this weekend, and I, I don't know it, but their crowds were pretty lousy all weekend. Yeah. They only had they only had twenty three thousand on uh, Thursday night when they had that uh, concert with uh, a well known country western singer. Uh, and you got in free with you got to the concert free if you wanted to for the ticket and then they they were under twenty five thousand basically all week. no good crowds weren't good Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I thought they'd been drawn pretty well when last week, and uh their attendance was uh. I'm pretty damn good, and uh, I don't know what happened. Where, where it can't be the State Fair that's beating you out, is it? I mean, that,
0: maybe that, that, a little bit of it, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, yeah.
1: not not good crowds at all. I was uh, I was very surprised that uh, they were. I was i was seeing a level of uh, enthusiasm i thought but uh not uh, not this weekend that was a uh, pretty uh, i'm sure that was pretty disappointing attendance and with cleveland coming to town here if that was an indication they probably won't have many uh, people there watching either because as uh you know indian uh, excuse me guardians are are now basically their arch rival in the division, but it's not much of an arch rivalry. uh, I'll admit that. So uh, with both teams being uh, as mediocre as they are, but the only way you can get yourself in trouble now is losing three out of four, right? And that gives Cleveland's. Then that gives it, it is a four gamer, isn't it? Not I there. think it's just
0: three. I think it's three just game. three. Okay. Let me double check though. I'll double well,
1: check. Well, the only way you can get in trouble here is uh, I thought it was a four gamer, but I guess it's a three game. No,
0: it's just three today, tomorrow, right. and Wednesday.
1: Okay, so uh, you can uh, you know you'd have to get swept right to uh, get yourself in trouble if, if you if you don't if if you get swept now. Cleveland scored ten runs. Uh, I saw that yesterday which is impossible with that lineup they're playing but uh i don't know they haven't rolled over dead yet they got look at the pitching look at their pitchers though for this series they're three guys you never heard of they're uh, they've had to rebuild their rotation uh considerably because uh, uh, of injuries and you know beavers shut down and uh other things they've had a lot they of injuries
0: and they traded a good one away too
1: yeah yeah they did and tristan mckenzie shut down too i think he's hurt again so a lot of their uh a lot of their good good pitchers are, yeah. They they sent out Cindy. They took Syndergaard basically as a took him off somebody's hands to get him to get him back. I think I don't think they're paying much of a salary, and they try to get five innings innings out of him, and they piece everything together. But uh, everybody's saying this is it for Francona that he's probably going to resign. I mean, he's probably going to give it up after this year. His health hasn't been good. He's having more health problems. And uh, he's had quite a run there, and uh, you know, winning two World Series with the Red Sox, and then uh, and then going to Cleveland and and having a dang good run. But he hasn't been healthy lately, and they they're gonna they're gonna have a new manager, so this would probably be his last time here. Didn't
0: they uh, they DFA's Indigar? Didn't they?
1: Oh, did they let him go? Yeah,
0: I think they let him go oh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, really?
1: Okay. So all right. 'Cause he, he you know, I I didn't see that. He made a start, I know, a couple of days ago. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not great. That's yeah, I mean it, they they rely so much on their pitching. So if they're if they're banged up there, that's that they just don't have the lineup to to one, compete. And you know, one
1: thing one thing with them, Class is has, hasn't been unhittable either this year. He yeah. was yeah, fantastic before, but he's uh, he's got a bunch of saves, but he's also got a bunch of blowing saves and he doesn't throw quite as hard and uh you know, they kind of can't kind of warm out. You wonder if the twins might be doing the same thing with Durant.
0: <laughs> yeah, know. I know. He's not been as as dominant in the last, you know, thirty or forty games that he was in the first hundred, that's for sure. Um probably compensating for that though is they've definitely been so definitely since the break, they've been hitting yes. better. The the hitting's been more timely. The lineup sure looks better when you add <clears throat> some people to it, including Royce Lewis, who's been who's been really good. And you gotta look just looking it up because it feels like he gets big hits, and obviously had the grand slam yesterday that got them back in the game. Fifteen for thirty-nine this year with runners in scoring position. That is a three eighty-five average and OPS over a thousand with runners in scoring position. Do we do you do you look at him yet and say this is a guy who has whatever that is where he? is better or or you know just as good or better when there's guys on base because that, that's a fundamentally it's a hard thing to judge and but it's also a hard thing to do like i don't you know because the pitching pitching tends to get better in those situations he's done it in a small sample size do you see royce lewis as a guy who just kind of has that to his game that he is kind of he wants the he wants that moment
1: well, I think it's too early to be sure, but he certainly is giving an indication of that. He takes a much more serious hack than he used to. I mean, he's uh, he sees himself as a power hitter now, a guy who can you know not not a guy that's going to hit thirty home runs, but he sees yeah. himself as a guy who's going to hit the ball hard, and uh, he takes a he takes a serious uh, swing. I think more so than he did before. He has. I'm not sure that he's improved the. you know the fundamentals of his swing i I think he has changed it though to a more powerful uh uh, swing at the ball kind of uh kind of be probably the twins theory you know they love home runs and uh and uh yeah he's uh yeah i i don't think he's afraid of those moments that's for sure he's a he's a confident athlete and uh he's I, I never I, I never saw him uh, three, four years ago. I didn't know, th- know about him as a hitter. I didn't think it was a great swing, but uh, he's, a, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a bigger, he's bigger than he was when yes, he was he 15, 20 pounds bigger. And uh, he's a strong guy. Third base is obviously his position. He's not a shortstop. And uh, yeah, I, I do think that he's uh you know, a, a, a guy that, you know, it's a guy that when he comes up to the plate in a big situation, you're happy it's him. You know, you've got in, on a team that there aren't that many guys that make you happy that they're coming up with a big situation. And I think you, you're happy it's him. I'd rather, I still think Kirilov's a, a better hitter, but if he's ever going to be healthy again, who knows? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I see him as a everyday player and a, probably a five-hitter, right? I'm yeah, probably, that's probably
0: about right. Even, you know, yeah, you, you would it's like hard to hard have...
1: to say that, though, because they move the way they move. They never play the same guys the same place. And right. uh, But uh, I, I'd see him as a five-hitter for the for long term, yeah. So, but uh, that's, I see Kirilov as a three-hitter if he was healthy. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he's settled a third-base situation, and he hasn't gotten hurt, which is... Uh, yeah, I, I can see now, though, how he pulls a muscle here once in a while. He's got himself so big, you know. He's yeah. got so big. He's probably more subject to getting hurt than he was. But two of those injuries were, you know, knees. So, yeah, I, I, I like him as a player. He's, he's, he's uh, you know, but then the public likes him. That's uh, yeah. they, They're not in on that many of the twins, but they're in on him. So, uh, yeah, I guess so. I think he's better than I thought he was going to be.
0: Speaking of uh, guys who get hurt, I, what are they going to do about what are they gonna do when and if Buxton is ready? Because lineup sure functions better when they don't have his, you know, what's been a lot of 0 for four two strikeout nights in it, and he can rotate the DH. And I think it, are they going to mess around and play him in center field and kind of switch him and Taylor around, or do you think this just kind of sorts itself out? I don't. I just I'm, I was trying to. I was looking at that for like half an hour last week, being like, "What?" How does this look when, when, and if he's healthy enough?
1: He's not your everyday DH anymore. That's no, for sure. There, uh, uh, you know, you gotta, you can't have him playing against right handed pitching instead of Julian. Uh, you know, you'd rather have Julian's bat in the lineup and, than his, uh, is the simple fact of the matter. And, uh, I, I don't know that there was rumors like a week ago and they were kind of hinting at it. And I was over there and, uh, Actually Gladden said to me that he thought he was you know, they were doing some things with him out in the field. But then I was over there the other day and he's not doing it. He's not not mm. they're not hitting him fly balls. They're not, you know, unless they're doing it at one in the afternoon when nobody's in the ballpark. Right. They're not hitting them fly balls and he's basically jogging. You don't see him sprinting around in the outfield. So uh it looks to me like uh the idea a couple of weeks ago was to uh, you know, kind of get him moving towards being able to play some in center field, but there's no indication, in, at least in pregame workouts, that he's any further along to that way than uh, he was uh, a couple of weeks earlier. So I have no idea what they're going to do. I really yeah. don't. What's the long-term solution. If he yeah. can't. Hope,
0: hope he's healthy he's, for the next six yeah,
1: years. <laughs> you know, let's face it. He's never been a good hitter. He's never been I mean, a good hitter. I mean, Never good hitter. I mean, great hitter. You know, never, never been a. Uh, he had a, a. He had a run. He had some. He's had some runs, but he's. Uh, he's not a. You know, he's not a great hitter. He's and, never. Uh, he's,
0: ne- he's never put together a full season exactly, at the plate where exactly. he's been great. He's had stretches yeah. of a month or two, but yeah, that's the thing. He's he's no, he inconsistent a, or a, hurt.
1: Yeah, and uh, then he's uh, just a. And when he came back, you know, he was so screwed up there for about four years with everybody telling him, you know, everybody yeah. trying to get his head and tell him, do this, do that, do this. The one the one good year he had, he came back and ended up hitting 150 or something. They had a center of the minors, right? Didn't right. They? So, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's not a – I'm not saying this in the sense of uh, – you know, ridicule about his brain power, but he's not a smart hitter. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he doesn't, I I, I just, he's he, his, his sense of anticip, anticipation of what's uh, what, what a pitcher's trying to do to him looks like almost zero to me. So, uh, and then he, plus he, you know, somebody said this to me, it was a lot smarter than me. He makes up his mind before a ball is thrown whether he's going to swing or not. And that's how he ends up swinging at pitches, four feet outside the zone and uh, he's not a good I don't know what they do I don't no. know you can't you can't, expe- you can't expect him to eat 75 million uh, but, no uh, it 70 million but I don't know if he can't play in the field uh, and then he takes away your DH opportunities I, I don't know you can't but you know, you want to run him out there and bat him eighth as a DH oh <laughs> right. uh, you know, they, they got to stop Here's what they got to stop doing for sure. No matter where they plan, they got to stop hitting him in the middle of the order. Yeah. If, if he's going to hit like this, you know, if, yeah. if this is him, uh, what, I mean, there is no benefit of having him if he's hitting like this and all he right. can do is DH. So I, I don't know what you do. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it is, it's kind of, kind of sad that, uh. A uh, guy who is maybe the best athlete in the, in the history of the franchise uh, is uh, is unusable, and he's not 30 years old yet, right? Or he just turned 30. Maybe. Yeah,
0: I think he just turned 30. And they they did say Sunday that if, if and when he does his rehab assignment, they will try some outfield in that assignment. Well, so I mean, that's but that's still like that adds layers to you know, when he can come back, too, because if it doesn't go well or if it doesn't look like he's
1: doing that well. I think they're in a situation where they don't really care. If he can't can't come back, he's not going to come back. If he can't come back and play some of the outfield, you you just, you know, you just got to the reality that you have to give him is, hey, you got to earn your opportunity to play for us again because you're hitting 207.
0: You know? know what? You just gave me a, you just reminded me of what I wanted to write about today. Cause they're for, they for the, you know, remember for so many years, they were so dependent on him. Their, their splits, win loss splits were so dependent on whether Bucks yes, was in the correct. lineup or not. They, that's not the case anymore.
1: No, no. It's and the, the, the great mystery is how he got so pathetic against left-handed pitching. That yeah. just, you know, that he's uh, that just tells you that he's completely lost as a hitter. That he's, he's yeah. just, no idea what he's trying to do because uh, there's no way in God's green earth that he can be that bad against left-handed pitching, and, it, yeah, and yet he is. So, uh, I, uh, I I I don't know. It's uh, you know you had uh, you had Sano become uh, unusable to the point that they let him go. Uh, there's the, with the Twins. There's no such buyout for Bucks. So no. Uh, they're, they're, I, I don't know where they go. I really don't. They've tried to treat him with great respect here. Uh, but there was, they did, they put him on the DL this time and Rocco was as close to Canada as he could get about, what, 10 days ago. And they said, well, we're going to look him in a right way. Before that, a couple of weeks ago, he, uh, 10 days ago, he started mentioning, September. he basically mentioned when he comes back. He didn't say, what, he almost made a mistake and said when he comes back in September, but that's what he yeah. was saying. And they weren't going to bring him back till September and they are going to send him to St. Paul. And if they, you know, if he's, you know, I did, they got to get him to sign off on playing center field, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's a great mystery. And it's not like you're sitting around waiting for him to come back. Now I'd rather have Kirilov come back to play first base where Solano kills himself over there. He's terrible. And it, how many have terrible... Last year, they had Miranda playing there. He was terrible. And now uh, now they got Solano playing there, and he's... You know, I, I feel sorry for Correa. He has to make these...
0: <laughs> Perfect throws, yeah.
1: Playing there, he's taken away that one bouncer that he loves to throw from deep in the hole, you know, and get some outs. I did the great ode to Correa as a defensive uh, shortstop, and then yesterday, he kicked one, and he uh, he did a... You know, he... He looked like uh, he looked like he was having some physical problems yesterday, mm. but no. that but that, is, with that heel is Yeah, they don't need he, that. Need him for this series. He's got you know with with the ailments months he's had, and people like to you know get on him because his production isn't what you hope. He's got a hundred at bats more than anybody else in yeah, the team.
0: He plays. He plays, he, and he. He gives you the he gives you the defense usually yesterday notwithstanding. So
1: he had a couple of terrible at bats too. He must not have been able to see the ball. I don't know what it yeah. was. So anyway, they're a flawed they're still a flawed team, but they're they're not they're they're better than they were. They're better than yeah, they were.
0: I think that's I think we can say that.
1: It's the all star break, they've been better than they were once in a while. They'll just go out and lay an egg. But uh next three games they're uh, you know, beat beat Cleveland two out of three and it's pretty well over. I would say so.
0: MGM Wine & Spirits is the choice for savings, service, and a great selection of spirits, pre-mixed cocktails, wines, and of course, ice-cold beers and hard seltzers. With over 30 locations throughout the Twin Cities and beyond, there is an MGM near you. Head to mgmwineandspirits.com to find a convenient location in your area. Get social. Follow MGM on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest news and trends. Make great moments with MGM Wine & Spirits, your locally owned and operated choice for over 50 years. Save time, save money. Shop MGM. The opposite of better than they were, Patrick. Let's move on to Gopher football and Nebraska specifically. I was just, you know, before we started talking, I was looking up some Nebraska history because I know you wrote about kind of deeper Nebraska history over the weekend. Nebraska hasn't had a we t- we keep talking about Nebraska getting back to what they were. They haven't had a winning yep. season since twenty sixteen. They've yes. been, like it's been a while. Like we're we're removed. Like the Scott Frost era was obviously terrible. Mike Riley had one one year that could qualify as good, nine and four, but that was in twenty sixteen. Like you got to go back to Bo Pelini, who they couldn't wait to get rid yeah. of before yeah. you get any consistent winners. Bo Pelini won, went nine and four or ten and four in all seven of his seasons, and they couldn't wait to get rid of him. And ever since then, they've been awful. What what do you what's going on out there? And is one, is this just one, Nebraska's one. new reality? I mean, what is this?
1: The one year they made it to the championship game, Wisconsin beat them 70 to 30 years. And, uh, but Pellini was a a pretty good recruiter. He was just a loose cannon, you know, everybody, I I don't know. The fans, the the administration couldn't stand him. (laughs) He he was a wacky, uh, you know, wacky fellow. I ended up at Youngstown state for goodness sakes. And, uh, but yeah, it's I mean they were sure that Scott Frost was gonna be the guy, the yeah. former quarterback, and he he laid a complete egg. They're worse than they've ever been. One thing they did, they tied their wagon to the Martinez family as their quarterbacks. Yes. Those guys, yes. It's uh it's the modern uh you know, in in modern uh football, you gotta have somebody who can throw the ball from A to B, don't you? Yes. Terrible, uh they could run, they'd put up some yards, but uh I don't know. They uh They uh, have a hard time. uh, Even Tom Rod, the guy I talked to, is a great guy. Bloomington and one of the Minnesota twins from the 70s. He wasn't willing to concede that it's impossible for them ever to get back to what they were. But it's impossible for them to ever get back to where they were. It's just, uh, you know, they were doing things that. They, first of all, they had the they had the Nebraska they had the New Jersey pipeline for uh, for forever, and then uh, then Wisconsin kind of came and uh, you know and then the New Jersey pipeline for great athletes. There was always some suspicion if they were using name, image, and likeness and money uh, way before it was uh, way before it was illegal and things like that. But uh, I mean, they were amazing. It is amazing. It was what a 35 year run, 40 year run, almost 35 year run, 40 year run. Devaney came in 63, I think. And 62, turned
0: it around. 62. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: turned it around immediately. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he was 9 and 2 in his first year. And then they, you know, next year they went to the Orange Bowl.
1: And it was, uh, you know, <laughs> the, ni- 40, 62,
0: 62, they won something called the Gotham Bowl. I don't even know yeah. what that is.
1: Yes, that was one of the greatest signs I've ever seen in my life. Didn't they? Uh, they beat Miami, right? I, it doesn't
0: say here. I'm just gonna look <laughs> at the, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the. Yeah, i <laughs> at the Wikipedia page.
1: I was at the great game, uh, the, the greatest college football game I ever saw. Nebraska and Miami, when Miami beat them in the Orange Bowl, and uh, and there's they showed some guy, yeah, some Miami fan way up in the boondocks. He had a little sign that said, Avenge the Gotham Bowl." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, was okay. One of the great I that's ever saw. great. Yeah, but, right uh, from
0: '62 through the end of the Osborne run in '97, and even after that, they were still pretty good yeah, with Solich for a few years.
1: Which was okay, he wasn't? Uh, they they fired him, and then they it, okay fire Solich, but don't hire Bill Callahan, right? Like a freak idiot. Uh, and that was the start of it, didn't they? It was, yeah. Been twenty years of. Of mediocrity or less now. Yes, less now it's games. less. Yeah, Gophers of Fleck has dominated them. Right? Yes, four, right, four in a row. Yes, I really think as a game, this is the season for this Gopher team, don't you?
0: You got to have this one. Yeah, and I, a ho- home I, game against a you know a, a team that's not been good in yeah, the conference. Yeah, I have
1: no idea. I mean, Rule just came in. You know, after getting fired at Carolina, we know. You know, he was a good. Good, um, you know, he, he was at Baylor where you could do anything you wanted to, and you know, and to get in players. And I, I, I have no idea what they're, their recruiting like. Was the recruiting wasn't highly rated as far as uh, freshmen were concerned, but uh, I don't know how they didn't transfer portal. But uh, that's a game that gopher has got to be favored. I would think uh, four or five. I think points. So
0: yeah, let me look at that. I'll look at that quick. But yeah, I mean, it just it feels like you're right, just because you look at their schedule this year and. Well, we've written about this the second toughest in the whole country because you've got some decent non conference with North Carolina and some of those, and then you know you've got to play what Ohio State, Michigan, both on the schedule. I mean, it's, it's a big schedule this year, second toughest.
1: Yes, it is, uh, which uh, PJ mentions all the time. He didn't mention he to last year that it was the second easiest in the country. No, no he doesn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't get into that. A collection of uh, nothingness that they played last year. I mean, uh he didn't. I'd like to hear him, get him up and say, you know, the Big Ten West was never as rotten as it could have been. Was last year, and somehow we didn't win it. But this year, we have the second toughest schedule in the world. Yes. That's, that's what I'd like to hear, but I don't think he's going to say that. So
0: Gophers, so uh, seven and a half point favorites.
1: Really? Whew, the yeah, they think much in Nebraska uh pj bragging about I took a shot at him on twitter bragging about selling out the stadium something we've never done all right let's see how much red's in there before you uh or you uh pat yourself on the back uh back too hard but uh this this team is really hard to figure because uh they haven't they've they're coming off two really mediocre recruiting years maybe three but the, with the transfer portal uh yeah. you, don't know what re, these reinforcements they brought in they've done pretty well with the with the transfer portal uh with you know getting guys from the lower level of college football who can who can play you know so yes. uh see if that's uh, and their receiving core is good so if this yep. guy this guy can throw it all they'll, uh it will be interesting to see if they it certainly they've certainly given indications that they're changing uh, they're they're not going to be uh you know, they're not going to, you know, play down to another team's uh, sta- standards by just, uh, you know, the reason they lost to Iowa last year is they wouldn't throw any passes. Right. Uh, you know, they they let Iowa, Iowa with that rotten offense stay in the game because they didn't put any pressure on them. They ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball and tried to beat them you know 10 to 7 and I don't doesn't sound like it's going to be that way. It's going to say it's going to gonna try to throw the ball around a little bit which would really uh, improve things I think.
0: I don't know what PJ is going to do though when he gets in those, you know, tight games. It, his tendency mm-hmm. has still been so much we know what he is over the years. He wants to run the ball. Is he is he going to, you know, it's one thing to trust your quarterback when it's zero zero in the first quarter, when it's 20 to 17 in the fourth quarter and you're trying to protect a lead, is he going to, is he really going to be able to throw the ball there and go for the, go for the kind of game clinching score? Or is he going to, is he going to get conservative? That's, that's what I want to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, three uh, uh, Nebraska plays a five you know, the permanent defense, uh, at least rules has been other places. was five defensive backs and, hmm. Three three five. So it, it, you know, if you start running, obviously to put another lineman in there, but it will be interesting to see if he throws the, tries to throw the ball against that defense. But uh, you know, Thursday night that's become the traditional opening of the football season, not only uh, for the Gophers but also for Kali High School football in the state because yes. everybody. About ten years ago, they decided let's play these games on Thursday night because everybody wants to go to the lake on Friday. So we, uh, Labor Day weekend, so we don't have the crowds that we do for high school football. But I was looking for high school games for uh, to go to for Friday, and uh, the, the vast majority of our the games in high school are played on Thursday night. So, huh. uh, although some of them, some of them are playing Friday, but uh, yeah, I did. That's kind of a. Kind of a sad thing that uh, you know the Gophers are always kicking off at the same time the high school season is because you kind of you want those you know on high school football in Minnesota to be kind of joined at the hip with the Gophers but uh anyway that's uh, that's it yeah. there were more games last weekend in college football than I imagined yeah in Notre Dame and Navy you didn't see any film of it you didn't see any tape of the crowd in Dublin did you no the streets of Dublin were unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> thousand notre dame fans they, they still come out of the woodwork down yeah. there even though they're with the with the 20-team big ten and the 20-team sec sec yeah they are going to be never more irrelevant in football than they are now but they, they speaking of people you know, Nebraska remembers the good old days. Nobody remembers the good old days like the Notre Dame uh, fans. It's uh, incredible. The
0: older they get, the better they were. Um, yeah. A <laughs> the, the, uh, couple more things before we go. Uh, Gopher volleyball team opened over the weekend. They beat TCU and Baylor. The Baylor win probably more impressive because that's a ranked team, and they swept them at the Maturi Pavilion, the Keegan-Cook era officially underway they will get a bigger test though patrick on tuesday they host number one texas at the Maturi pavilion tomorrow
1: what uh what time are they kicking that game off
0: that is i believe a 7 p.m start on tuesday Ooh,
1: that's uh that's uh yeah that's uh quite <laughs> the it's amazing the schedule and it started with cunchard obviously and well, actually i think all goes back to Ebert. ebert yeah <laughs> they've always played (laughs) when you see the other non-conference schedules and then you see volleyball, it's like two nations because they always who's great that will play us. And we'll go on the road to play them because we don't care because we got to get ready for the big 10. And, uh, and then everybody else is looking for those wins so they can, you know, you know, pop prop up mediocre records, but uh, yeah, volleyball is it's a uh it's the uh best board if, if it is a neutral uh situation it's the best sport on campus I, oh, yeah. I, and it's and then the big 10 being big 10 way better in uh in volleyball than it is in any other sport and uh, uh as far as national status and it's um it's it's a great sport and uh, yeah Texas is uh, it, it's also a uh, it, it's also a transport portal sport uh, they, they had a lot of transfers even before the portal yes. was out there so uh, and here's the deal if you're not like if you're a great setter and the other and you're you know if you're coming out of high school as a great setter and and wisconsin's looking for a setter, and the gophers aren't you're going to wisconsin it's not right. i grew up i grew up as a gopher fan you're looking oh, yeah. for mom and dad have had you in these in these highfalutin programs and yes. a very cost for about six years <laughs> yes. i'm not gonna go there and just sit. it's uh it's a it's a weird sport in that uh the, they they're the recruiting more than anywhere is uh established by what the other team has at that position that the power teams, you know, the 25, the 25 power teams in the country. It's, it's, uh, that that's the way recruiting goes. I mean, the, the kid from, uh, the setter that from, uh, the twin cities here that won the national championship with Wisconsin. What's her, I did a column on her. I can't remember
0: either right now. It's escaping me, but yeah.
1: She'd love to go first, but she went to Wisconsin because Well, that's samantha seliger swenson yeah so and they don't they don't leave the court they 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 play every point so uh uh it's 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 a weird recruiting uh thing because uh but he's got the athletes that's for sure he lost that uh booth which is a yes. bad bad loss she's a great player but uh, she was here with with wisconsin but, uh, you know, they brought in a couple others to, to replace her. But they made – this was a big-time hire. I think a lot of us yeah. were afraid they were going to do it. Coils, you know, interest in football and nothing else. It was uh, – you wondered if he was going to go big, but I think McCutcheon got him this guy that lined him up and said, hey, this is the guy to hire. So, yeah, I'm sure the place will be jumping Tuesday night. After that,
0: they go. <clears throat> you were talking about their schedule. Their next three are on the road against number eleven Florida, number nine Oregon, and number three Stanford. So this is not <laughs> a. Uh, they do not just ease into the season um, no. as they might in uh, as they might in other sports. It is a, it yeah, is a right. power pack schedule.
1: Yeah, they don't really care because they know they gotta. You know they gotta finish in the top three or four in the Big Ten, and then they'll get a good seed and they'll get yep. to play it in the first two games. Yep. That's you know. Yep. If they if they lose in four sets to Stanford, it doesn't hurt their rating.
0: You know, no, no, it's number three team in the country. And from what uh, what I was talking about with Jeff Day last week, sounds like Stanford is kind of even though they're number three, they could be the favorite this year once things all get sorted out. Uh, Patrick, final
1: what's thing. I have one question. What's going to happen to Stanford volleyball when their big rival is Wyoming in the Mount?
0: <laughs> they'll get. They'll find a, They'll find a soft landing. I'm not worried about Stanford and and. Uh, and Cal, they're they're going to be okay. I'm sure they're going to figure themselves out at some point. But
1: ACC.
0: ACC is crazy. It's the other coast. It's the Atlantic Coast Conference. <laughs> These are Pacific Coast teams. It's ridiculous, <laughs> but they'll they'll figure something out. Um, I don't think we have Vikings to talk about right now. We're going to let the let the. Uh, roster sort itself out i don't think you're terribly interested in should they have traded for trey lance or not i don't even know if trey lance can play uh, but he goes to the cowboys which was kind of weird to me
1: well they um, did need a third quarterback but uh i looked they only had two on a roster but i don't like his arm uh action I mean, he's got the big long uh arm you know he's just, he doesn't uh I don't know what's how the 49ers could be that wrong, though, to give up what they gave for a kid. And then really, I mean, this—if they think they're going to see the same Brock Purdy next year, they're crazy. This season, they're crazy. Look, look for them to be a big flop.
0: I interesting, think. interesting.
1: Yep. Um, but I don't. Ray Lance was obviously wasn't the answer for him, to say the least. So we
0: got to end with Rudy, Rudy Gobert, and his France <laughs> team bounced right away. They lose to Latvia. In the FIBA World Cup of Basketball, um, a lot of wolves playing in this thing though. A lot of they got what Kyle Anderson and Nikhil Alexander Walker playing for Canada. You got Cat playing for uh, the Dominican team, and then of course um, Anthony Edwards for the U.S. team. And then Rudy, uh, maybe the best thing that could have happened, Rudy losing right away because now he can yeah. rest up those knees for uh, the start of camp in about a month.
1: I saw the, some tape of him at the end of the game when the uh, the Latvia scored. He had this shocked look on his face. He couldn't believe it. He took one shot,
0: one shot, one field goal attempt. They don't, I'm, they don't. The box score on ESPN doesn't list the minutes played, so I can't tell you how many minutes he played. But nine points, seven rebounds, two blocks, three steals, I, two assists. He contributed, but yeah, that's not. Uh, They let Evan Fournier do all the scoring, and they lost to Latvia 88-86, and they are out.
1: I am sure that deep in their soul, the Timberwolves are happy, right? Yes,
0: I think so, too. I think so, too. But yeah, this thing has got got a lot of Wolves players in it, so I'm kind of keeping keeping an eye on it. And Canada's done well, good for them, and uh, Cat's done well with the Dominican team, so we'll see how how that all shakes out. Um, I'm sure we'll have plenty more to get to next week. We'll have a go for football game to talk about. We'll have a Vikings game to get ready for because that season starts in a couple weeks. Um and we'll see how the twins do Matt, against Cleveland and Texas and Cleveland again here.
1: I gotta ask you one question. Do, do you it. approve NBA of the NFL having an extra week off before the opener? I don't like it. Let's, you know, play your exhibition games a week later and then start the season, you know. That's uh
0: Seems like uh, they're just. Uh, seems like it's just a, a way to ease into this eighteen game schedule. Eventually, it's like, okay. hey, well, there's that open week. Let's just take that week. It's yeah, I, I don't like it. It, it. it feels like. Feels and like I'm the. I don't season. like
1: extra. At, at the roster start of the season. Let's go. I don't like
0: extra weeks off. I don't like when there's that two week gap for the college hockey championships. I just say just play, just go. It's, it's fine. Yeah. You can play. Yeah. All right, sir. All right, thank Oops. you, sir. We'll talk to you later.
1: Yeah, Bye.